Live from Southern California. It's the Slightly Serious Show. The Slightly Serious Show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Slightly Serious Show. It is August 16th, uh, Monday, another fresh start to the week. Hopefully you've had a fantastic weekend and all that good stuff. And God, I still hear some echo, uh, not echo, one second and see if we can figure that shit out. Uh, one second, I'm, I'm going to try this out. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to mute Mr. Eric for a little bit. Yeah, I think it, uh, producer Eric, it is. I think it's coming from you, my friend. It, it, it sounded like it went away. Well, I muted you. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe try to call back in and uh, see if that works out. I don't know. I'm not hearing it. You, you, you're not hearing it. Okay. The static. Uh, yeah, it's gone right this second. That, uh, that's back here. If I mute you like that, it goes away. So I don't know. Uh, if you try to call back in. Uh, I can assure you, I'm the static's not coming from me. Plug it and I'm plugging it. Down. He glows every time the static. <laughs> I know, when the static goes away every time I mute. But him. he doesn't hear it when you mute. <laughs> I'm not hearing static. Period. Oh, okay. Well, in 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 the replay of the show, you'll. <laughs> John, you, 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 you're our, you're, you can, uh, you can vouch for us. Anyways, hopefully everybody had a fantastic weekend. And uh, Friday we were not on the show because uh, we were out shopping for real estate here in Southern California. And uh, God, if you ever need something to get your heart going really fast, come out to Southern California and start shopping for houses. Did oh. Big Sexy find one in the color he likes? Oh, there's, there's, well, we haven't settled down on another property yet, but, uh, you know, um, you know, for a measly five, guess, well, I'll put it to you this way there, Pert, uh, for how much, how, how many square feet do you think you can purchase with, for 500,000 in San Diego, in San Diego, I'm going to say maybe mm, 950. Close, very close. You can, uh, dip, 12? Uh, around 1200, but it, it's probably going to be like a, a condo or a townhome for 500. Yeah. So, so you do the math, and yeah, on top of that, you know, you, you get to pay uh, $5 plus for, you know, gasoline and stuff like that. So it's a very pleasurable place to live. But, uh, <laughs> anyways, that's not, you know, on top of that, you know, if you get into a townhome or something, uh, don't forget you have, uh, homeowners association fees which is you know range from 250 to 400 dollars a month but a home that small you can sit on a toilet cook dinner and watch tv without ever moving slightly yeah it's, it's, it's paradise for the utmost laziest person that's for sure and not only that but you know for that 1200 square feet you probably don't have a yard that you have to go out and mow once in a while either you know you, that's what you pay the 400 dollars a month and for homeowners association fees for them to go cut your grass yeah, I, I ran into that one time at a house I was looking at. I said, well, what do I get for that? You have a pool pool house or something? Oh, no. Were you pulled in the flowers that you saw at the entrance? It upkeeps that little area. <laughs> all these houses out here, and they're all paying that for that little area? Yeah, what a scam. 
Well, remember like last week we, we mentioned how uh, the, that one lady who uh, wrote uh, back to her homeowners association about you know, cutting her lawn. I mean, for the amount of grass that you get in front of your little townhome that's 1,200 square feet, you, you could probably put the same turtle there and you could probably upkeep the same. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we were uh, doing that. Uh, we, we've been having some issues uh, for our uh, you know folks that love to download our podcast. Uh, apparently, there's an issue with our uh, August 10th episode to where the full hour and a half of show, we're getting about 11 minutes download. Uh, so uh, we've reached out to the fine folks at the, the podcast. Eric. I think you're melting. <laughs> it's not coming from me. How many times am I? But Every time we hear it, you light up like the 4th of July. How many times am I going to keep telling you? I can assure you it's not me. As many times as we yep. tell you that you're lighting <laughs> And myself, actually. <laughs> can you hear me now? We hear you, but when, when you, sometimes when you talk, there's, a, there's static. I can and, assure and you it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> That's not funny. Perfect. I'm gonna go drink with Dark Bear. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anywho. Um. I don't. I, I kind of lost my 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 whole thing. It's this whole uh, thing. That- I think Podbean should sing the pitch tonight. Let me, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop the call, Eric, and if you could please call back. And now he's disconnected. And then the static went away. So uh, it, it, it probably is a Podbean thing, but uh, it definitely is coming from producer Eric. Anyways, we'll try to get the buzzing. You know. I don't know if you want to call into the, the landline I, we can't. Uh, I don't know what to do, producer Eric. Uh, let's try to unmute. But yeah. Uh, anyways, um, no, we can't take that call right now. Anyways, um, Eric, for the time being, uh, I don't know. You can either call the phone. Uh, hopefully, that would be better. Um, but the the uh, buzzing is. We're going to have to mute. mute uh, I need you to call uh, either that or I can get the, uh, what is it? What is it called, Bert? The Zoom? Yes, I'm sorry. I had to catch um, How many no, times it's- did y'all that? I think this is unbelievable. Yeah, maybe try People Zoom. I'm making a big think about it. Yeah, Eric, let me obviously start the device. Do you have headphones, Eric? Maybe the wires yes. are shorting out on you finally. Well, it's it's just a connection problem, but uh, we definitely need to try to reset the phone or try something. I don't I don't know what uh, you know uh, Podbean. You know how Podbean is sometimes, but uh, try to work on that. Uh, we'll be here. Don't worry, we'll get it all figured out. Anywho, um, how's everyone's weekend been? Did you guys have a good weekend, John? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we could see. At least we're providing some some laughter on our show for once in a long time. Yeah, did you change the uh, title to comedy from entertainment or news or what? I should have. Yeah, we should have done that. You know, it, it's a it, it's crazy how things happen as far as when you're doing a live show. But uh, do you, you do anything fun and exciting uh, over the weekend? Uh, no, I just watched some more 
thirties and forties movies and started my book about Robert E. Lee. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. I, uh, we, we actually went to the right, uh, the right birthday party this weekend. Uh, grandma, <laughs> birthday once again, uh, she was actually showed up that time. So, uh, we had a good time. My uncle from, uh, Portland, uh, showed up and I promise you, he's not one of those that are out on the streets in Portland. And he assures me that it's not as many people as the media likes to suggest that are out there, you know, creating havoc. Well, of course, they only take the interesting pictures. Right, exactly. He's like, it's just a small group of people. I'm back, bitches. (laughs) Wait a minute. Who who the hell exactly you call it bitches? (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Well, two snaps up, Eric. Well, and I just um, gave you a scolding on D Live that hurt me that you're not you're not funny uh, laughing at 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 this unfortunate issue going on. It's okay, Eric. It's It's no big deal, Eric. I called you out on it. See what happens. Um, I muted myself so he couldn't hear me laugh. Okay. Yeah, it's not a laughing situation, but at the same time, we can't go we can't go overboard about it. Uh, shit happens, and uh, we we move on. We pick up and move on. It, John says it's a conspiracy. It's a Podbean conspiracy. That's what it is. Anyways, um, obviously, what's uh, on everybody's mind right now is what you know is what the hell's going on over in uh, Afghanistan. I'm doing pretty good, uh, Man Cave. Just enjoying my Monday evening. Uh, and all that. Anyways, uh, in Afghanistan, yeah, you know, people, uh, you know, we're trying to get all of our troops out of out of Afghanistan. Is the yeah. you know tally, train wreck. tally me banana is taking over over there. Uh, the okay. Taliban uh, taking, and uh, Biden apparently is, uh, you know, he's got his uh, convictions that he's doing the right thing apparently, um, and he's pointing fingers uh, at the Afghanistan military, and of course, you know, putting a little blame on President Trump too. You know, would you expect any less? Anyways, uh, his remarks, President Biden appeared to go back on his campaign promise to take to, quote, take responsibility as commander in chief and, quote, not blame others during his speech on the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan that has seen the Taliban swiftly retake control of the country and outcome Biden previously claimed that was, quote, highly unlikely. You know, back, I think it was back in May or June he said that. And he's basically said, quote, I stand squarely behind my decision. After 20 years, I've learned the hard way that there was never a good time to withdraw U.S. forces. That's why we're still there. And um, he also pointed fingers at the Afghan army for lacking, quote, the will to fight for their future. And uh, I don't know. I, I have mixed feelings on his remarks, pointing fingers at their, you know, the Afghan you know, military and all of that. Um, I, I really don't, I don't know how I feel about the entire situation. It's unfortunate that we've allowed it to get to the point to where we have, you know, U.S. soldiers, we've had, we have Afghan uh, members of society, of their society that have helped the U.S. military that, you know, are they even getting out there, out of there alive? Yeah. It's, it's really sad. Well, you know, slightly, he had a lot more time to plan the, the uh, withdrawal and the evacuation and everything else. But the Afghan military, they did, I mean, they didn't put up enough resistance to ward off a classroom of third graders. It was poor. It was pitiful. They just rolled over and in some cases fled and left their own people, you know, to be 
at the whim of whatever, um, I almost said Al Qaeda, uh, Taliban wants to do with them. And it's, it's sad. It is. Sad. I, I mean, yeah, it, it's, there's a lot of fingers to point, but as far as getting our people out, that's all Biden. I mean, yeah, you know, it started with Trump saying he was going to pull him out, but you can't blame Trump if you didn't let Trump stay in to see his plan through to fruition. Right. No, I, I agree with that. I, I think, uh, you know, I appreciate the fact that, uh, you know, that Biden is, I understand him pointing the blame at the Afghan military and not basically you know, uh, stick it up for their own. Yeah. But at one point or another, you need to make sure that you, the men and women in uniform get the hell out of there before this happens. Yeah. I mean, it waited way too long. And uh, for those of you over on DLive, there's a little bit of a, a video that I'll show, share with you guys. Uh, basically, of the scene over there uh, on the tarmac of one of the airports in Kabul International. And, I mean, you see hundreds of people on the ground. And, you know, they're and there's another video I'll share with you in a little bit. Thanks for the coffee, babe. And there, another video of, and we're not going to show you the full, complete video, but I will show you a little bit of it because uh, there are some scenes to where I just don't feel like uh, it's appropriate to share with everybody. Uh, if, you, if you're interested in seeing it, you can obviously use your own internets and figure out what the hell is happening. Yeah, it's pretty sick. It is really sick. And, uh, you know, just even the uh, part of this uh, video, and this is uh, from Al Jazeera, actually. And let's see if I can bring it up here. Uh, oh, this is... Probably the best one right there. And interesting how Al Jazeera has all this inside stuff with Taliban, isn't it? Uh, you know, there might be, they might be in cahoots, you know. Mm, yeah. Uh, we probably want to lower the volume on this here really quickly. So basically, you see all the men, there's men and women. As this uh, airliner is taken off, it's a U.S. Air Force airliner. On the tarmac, there's still hundreds of people. And near the end of the video, before it takes off, you'll be able to see how there's people that are clinging on to certain parts of the aircraft as it takes off. And uh, that's about all I'll show you. There's other videos out there if you're really that sick and need to see what the end result is in this. I think, you know, I'll just say this, that at the end of the day, uh, there were still people that were clinging on to that aircraft as it took off. And yeah, uh, you can imagine uh, people hanging onto an aircraft when it gets to 10, 20,000 feet in the air. Yep. It's not a good sight, not a pretty sight. And it's, uh, it's sad. I mean, at, at the same time, I mean, you can't, you know, I can't fault the people on board that aircraft for that aircraft taking off, but at the same time, it's still sad. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, they have a job to do and they can't stay there because then they're jeopardizing everybody's life that's there. And, uh, you know, desperate people resort to desperate means and uh, doesn't always work out for them, unfortunately. So what is the plan? I know, I know over the weekend, Joe Biden had uh, dispatched thousand, you know, a couple, at least a couple thousand military troops to Afghanistan. Um, is the plan just to get, get out, go over there 
get the troops and get the hell out? Is that what? I mean, I don't know exactly what the what the plan of attack is. I, I don't mean, know. Last I, stay there. last I saw, he was sending over another thousand to help with the evacuation, but I didn't hear anything about a plan about what he was going to do. Yeah. Well, it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting how the ta- you know, it, from what I heard, they're also going to allow some of the Afghanistan people to come to the United States. Did you hear that as well? I did see that. They, what I read, they were flying them first to Qatar. I don't know what's going on after that. The quote unquote but, refugees, right? Yeah. And I Does mean, are you at all? Well, you've got, uh, what, how do you say her name? Talib or Talib or whatever. Yeah. So, Rashida Talib. Yeah. Just open our borders and bring them in. Oh my Lord. I mean, they want us to bring every country in over here that has an issue. And I, I get it. I mean, I feel bad for him, but if anybody's going to be brought in, it damn sure better be the ones who helped us in the war and not just the general citizens that are over there. I mean, it, there was a picture I saw somewhere in one of my news articles, and it was two military guys sitting on the porch with four Afghan guys in fatigues behind them. And he said, sadly, all four of these men have been executed in front of their home and are no longer with us because of this withdrawal. Wow. Dark Bear in the chat says, you know, if you if you notice, it took them the Taliban only six days to do all of the, quote unquote, you know, all of the stuff that we accomplished through wartime with them. Six days yep. to undo that. And we didn't turn around or we didn't when we left. Dispose or blow up of all of the fortifications we made. I mean, basically, we gave them fortifications. So if anybody goes in and fights them, they've got all this stuff there already set up for them. It's nuts. Now, now have, have we as a country identified the Taliban as a terrorist organization? That's what I want to know. We did. I don't know if we took them, ever took them off of that. I don't think we did. I thought we did after 9-11. But if, we, if, we, if we're taking, away, taking back all of our troops, like Dark Bear says, haven't we allowed them to win? Well. I mean, it depends on how you look at that. I mean, I look at it from the standpoint of, uh, you know, all the casualties that we've suffered over the years over there. All for what? All for us withdrawing now and just letting them take. I mean, if that were the case, why don't we just let them take it over in the first place and just let it be? Yeah. Or, or after we went in, did what we wanted to do, give it right back to them. We could have been out of there 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. Had the same result probably. So I, I don't know, uh, you know, where the uh, Afghan people go from here. Uh, obviously, living over there might be hell. Might become worse than living in Cuba. Well, I read Biden's willing to acknowledge them as a country if they will put women <laughs> like this is going to happen. If they would put women in positions in their government. Uh, yeah, about that. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not sure if our listeners uh, realize or understand how women, how females. Uh, are treated in the Middle East. Uh, not very fondly, I'll say that. Well, the Taliban says they're going to make some lady head of a department. The problem is it's just going to be her head that's at that department. That's how awful it is. Yeah. We, uh, females in the Middle East are treated like scum, unfortunately. It's really horrible. Well, they said they were going to reimpose their Shira laws. A woman was not going to be allowed to leave the home without escort of her husband or a male that is uh, in guardianship of her. They weren't allowed to be schooled past the age of 12. So, you know, here goes all the progress that uh, they thought they were making as individuals. 
Although there is one thing for sure I can assure you of uh, over in the Middle East. There's not like a hundred different genders. <laughs> no. <laughs> they, they got that. They, if there's one thing they got right over there is that. That's right. You have to give them that, I guess. I don't know. And, and slightly, they know who the genders are even when they're all wrapped up in robes. Yeah, that 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 they do, and I wonder, you know, if if uh, do they have, you know, with with COVID going on, I I would have to assume that they do not need to wear masks, right? Because they're already covered up, right? Yeah, would think. You know, that's one thing I don't think I've heard through this whole thing is what is the COVID rate in Afghanistan? I don't know. I don't mean related to the thing you just said, but I'm just saying in general, I, it's I I don't know. Yeah, you really don't hear anything about uh, COVID-19 in, in the Middle East, really. I mean, it's too damn hot, so it just dies in the air. Well, that's what I'm thinking. It's a hotter climate. You know, people are always outdoors. They don't really congregate inside and, yeah. you know, go to movie theaters and parties and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Be I mean, curious. We'll have, we'll have to dig into that. That's, that's for damn sure. I'd, I'd be interested because, I mean, even on the tarback, there was nobody wearing masks there. No. I, might I think that was the last there. thing on their mind, though. Man Cave says I might sound bad for saying something. I don't know. I, I, I could sound bad for saying a lot of things on the show, Man Cave, but please be more specific. <laughs> Probably about they don't need to wear a mask, I'm guessing. Well, yeah. Well, I, don't, I, I shouldn't sound bad for that. It's just, I mean, they're covering their, their mouths. So, yeah. I mean, it's, well, a, it, it's an honest question. And, and the clothing that they use to cover their, their face over there, is probably better than a lot of the masks people wear over here in the States that they call a mask. Yeah. Uh, Prescott Bob says it's hard to run after a plane with a mask. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're right about that. Uh, there was absolutely no masks on the tarmac, but uh, uh, they were thinking uh, freedom, the people yeah. on the tarmac. And that's, that's what the saddest part about all of it is. And uh, I don't know. Uh, Unplug says, uh, Chris Unplug says uh, no sense of national loyalty there. All military and police switch sides. Snap of a finger. I often wonder what that would look like here in the United States if our military, you know, obviously became on the side of the people. What that would look like. But anyways. I don't know. Something I probably would not like to see, but it'd be interesting to see how it would go down. Anyways, um, for a little bit more inspiring news, uh, you know, um, uh, as, as we have to say on our show now, so we don't offend people, man cave. Uh, person's best friend now <laughs> uh, got a video of uh, a little uh, kiddo. Well, he's not little, but he's uh, you know helping uh, this one kid out that's in a wheelchair, uh, pushing him alongside the the walkway. And I wanted to share that, and I thought that was that was very uplifting. Uh, I really, you know, usually it's the opposite way of things. Uh, you know, uh, the person walking the dog, but in this case, it was the doggo. He took his human for a walk. Walking the human. That was cute. So that was a little inspiring. That way you can't tell me that we always have negative things on our show, which, you know, most of the time we do. But, you know, we try to have a feel good moment here and there once in a while. Not too often, though. We don't need to get you all excited and think that this is the happiest show on Earth, like Disneyland. Anyways, um, I think this was a few days ago. Uh, We were supposed to air this on Friday. But you know how all the you know, fantastic Democrats and hell, just politicians in general love to, I don't know, they'd like to say that they want to defund the police. Well, it turns out that Representative Cory Bush, Mm -hmm. a big fan of 
You don't like Corey? Come on. He's uh, he wants to defund police. Cut the cut him out. I'm sorry. Maybe I need to give him a chance. Yes. Well, he isn't blowing him. I see by the headline. So okay, well, let's give this a shot. Yeah, he, he's he's in, he's a fan of police. He's hiring them as his own personal bodyguards, even now, even though he wants to do, defund them for you and I. But I thought they were horrible people, racist, and uh, just used force for no reason. Well, they are horrible people, according to Corey, because you know. But what? But at the same time, Pert, isn't it best that these horrible politicians just hire horrible people to work for them? Um, if they if they really want to get the best of the horrible, hell, just go to Chicago and hire some of those people. <laughs> well, they're they're quitting by the hundreds of, apparently in Chicago. But anyways, uh, the the freshman squad firebrand Corey Bush, a very big proponent of defunding the police, has hired two sheriff deputies as private security guards, eventually costing them their jobs, according to Fox News. And a new report revealed that the squad member hired two sheriff's deputies to provide private security for her. Coming on the heels of reports that the progressive had spent tens of thousands of dollars on private security while pushing the whole defund the law enforcement. Uh, but Bush was caught with the deputies on surveillance camera footage while touring multiple St. Louis jails. That's what uh, News 4 reported. The deputies, Highlands Jackson and Maurice Thompson, were terminated from their jobs after the report was published. Now, why would they get uh, serious question here? Why would they get fired for providing security? I would say conflict of interest because they're providing security for somebody who's trying to eliminate their yeah their would, jobs. Yeah, you know, I'm curious to know were they white or were they black? The names it sounds like at least one of them were black, and the reason I say that is because she also tends to be such a racist person, and white cops are so bad. So I bet you she did not hire white cops to protect her. Are you trying to tell me that she has a preference of the color of cop? Oh hell yeah! Oh my. She likes her milk chocolate, let's say that. Oh, milk chocolate, that's good. I like Nestle Quick myself. <laughs> Anyways, uh, the sheriff also noted that the pair of former deputies did not have the proper licensing to work as security in St. Louis. Um, Jackson said he believed the firing was unfair. Quote, I do feel the hand that the hand that was dealt to us was unfair and unjust. That's what Jackson told the outlet. You let us go, but you have... Still have a plethora of individuals doing that, but you don't say anything. But is that plethora of individuals guarding people who are trying to shut them down and defund them? Well, it might be, but, you know, we haven't uh, caught on to that story yet, I I guess. I I mean, you know, it's there's a lot of things that we all don't know, of course. I mean, look at Governor Newsom. He probably is doing the same damn thing. It amazes me how some of these politicians pay tens, maybe even hundreds of thousands of dollars on their own private, you know, private detail. Yeah, they're telling the public you don't need protection from criminals, but yet they're going to hire their own protection from, from the public. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Because God forbid that uh, you know you ha- you get within ten feet of a politician. Well, they shouldn't be afraid of the criminals because they're supporting all the criminals. So that's their friends. Sorry about that. I had to give uh, somebody a little lashing, <clears throat> Dark Bear. And BP. Unbelievable. So you have that. And then uh, also, uh, Lindsey Graham has warned Trump that January 6th will be his political obituary if he doesn't get over the 2020 election. 
I tend to disagree with that myself. <laughs> well, I think, um, you know, Lindsey Graham is just virtue signaling, which is classic of him, because I guess what he is basically suggesting is um, we, we don't need um, transparency in our elections. And I think last time we checked, I'm like, um, yes, we do, you know, to get rid of corrupt politicians like him. Yeah, I, I would like to see Lindsey Graham out of office next uh, come next year. I don't know if that's even possible, but that would be a beautiful thing, in my opinion. I think so. I agree. But but the thing about him being a career politician, you know, and I oftentimes say this about these corrupt career politicians, they jump into a pile of dog shit and they come out smelling like roses. Why, if you wonder why they're so filthy rich. Wow, very well said. <laughs> Eric, producer Eric there for the win. Hey, yeah. talk about a, a very unapologetically un, unfiltered unfil- um, statement right there. That's right. So, Senator, this is according to businessinsider.com. Senator Lindsey Graham is urging former President Donald Trump to move on from the 2020 election or risk the Capitol attack hanging over him forever. What I say to him is, do you want January 6th to be your political obituary? That's what Graham told the Times, because if you don't get, it, get over it, it's going to be. The uh, senior senator from South Carolina became an unlikely ally of Trump after initially dismissing him as race-baiting, xenophobic bigot in 2015 while speaking to CNN. Now, Graham believes he can make Trump a unifying figure in the GOP, according to the Times. I don't think any word that Lindsey Graham carries a grain of salt, to be honest with you. Like, Like I've said many times on our show, not that I would advocate there forever to be a dictator. But if there ever were to be a figurehead to be a dictator in this country, not that I want that or wish of that upon any country, but it would be Donald Trump. No matter what anybody says about him, uh, people only care what Donald Trump has to say, not anybody else or what they're attacking him on. So uh, I don't know. I think Lindsey Graham should uh, continue to worry about his upcoming uh, re-election in 2022, uh, if you ask me. Um, he, he was reelected last year, but his next Senate reelection is 2026. Oh, my God. That's horrible. <laughs> but, anyway. but, I, but you got the midterms coming up next year anyway. So like that'll decide all the 435 House seats as well as, you know, states that are you know gaining new, new districts and states that are losing districts. And then and then you've already got a couple of politicians who. Um, who, who know that supporting that controversial infrastructure bill and other controversial piece of legislation with the Democrats and other rhino Republicans know they're in trouble. Well, we'll see. And it, one of the things that I think is absolutely clear, I think Donald Trump has absolutely made it a hundred percent clear that if the Republicans take majority next year, he is definitely mm-hmm. for, uh, 2024. I don't see any way around that at this point. What about you? Right. What do you, I know uh, in the past, Pert's been questioning that, but do you, you, you agree with that? Do you think that's uh, like 100% certainty? I don't think it's 100% certainty, but it's, I think it's a possibility. Wow. I, just, I really think he's, I think he's tarnished, whether it's from his own actions or not. I think the Democrats did a really good job of pinning everything on him on January 6th. And uh, I think that will come into play. Wow. You think you think everybody bought you know drank the Kool Aid on the January sixth thing with with Donald Trump? I think many people drank the Kool Aid. Wow, that's and, just my opinion, though. You know, yeah, no, I'm, a few years I'm, what what goes on. Well, if if he doesn't run, who's who's going to run that's going to stand a chance? 
Aside from DeSantis, I think DeSantis would have a good shot. Oh God! Aside from DeSantis, I really Aside don't know. Him. I, I mean, mean who's going to be a DeS- if DeSantis were to run? Who would be his running mate? Oh, if DeSantis runs, I want the guy in North Carolina that's the governor. Uh, second lieutenant governor. Yeah, the lieutenant governor guy. Okay. Or, or another another interesting name could be Mike Pompeo. If, but I don't know what he know for sure if you know if he has plans to run or not. But but I think if Donald Trump does come back in twenty twenty four, we. I would think probably, if not DeSantis, Mike Pompeo would probably be it for him. Well, we'll see what happens. As uh, as things become more clear and clear, we'll have a clearer picture probably next year. I, I think at this point, though, Biden's lost enough of his, of his own supporters, um, alive or dead, that he's screwed. Do you think he would even run? I, I, you know what? I don't put it past him because... I think he is so blind to how horrible he is and how in- incompetent he is that he thinks he's doing a good enough job that he should probably have a second term at this point. Wow. That would be amazing. It, it would be amazing to think that Biden even thinks he's done s- somewhat of a decent job so far. I, I, I really think the guy thinks he's been doing a decent job because oh. he's helped the people slightly. He is. Oh, Really? He has gotten the woke culture alive. He has gotten CRT pushed through the schools. He has opened the borders for all these poor illegals. I mean, look at his own scorecard. He's batting high. Well, yeah, for all the the total leftists, I guess. Yeah, I guess. that's what I'm saying. Whether or not you know it's uh, stuff that he should be doing, but in even his opinion, it is. But even with his whole, with his own uh, Democratic Party, he's not rating very well in polls. At least, I mean, you all know what I think about polls. Well, be but. careful what you say. His nephew Elgato is in here now. Oh, Elgato, what is going on, buddy? And uh, also, uh, I think good, bad, and the ugly. Uh, and I'm not talking about Joe Biden. I'm talking about the good, bad, <laughs> and the ugly truth. That was Biden, Harrison, and uh, Saki pack there. Uh, Elgato wants to know if I'm going to be voting for Larry Elder. Well, I'll tell you one thing. All Californians, I don't care who they vote for, as long as they vote yes on recall there, Elgato. That's all I care about at this point. Um, you know, Honeybee brought up a good point. Nikki Haley did say she may run. I don't know. That would be not bad. I wouldn't be against that. Yeah, that'd be good. Maybe a DeSantis Haley ticket. There you go. I, I would like that. That would be good. So, uh, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll see, you know, first off, we got to see if the Republicans can take, uh, take back control of the House and or the Senate. And uh, how we need to get to 2022 first, ladies and gentlemen, before, you know, we're all dead. With Joe Biden passing, you know, trillions more in, uh, you know, bills and stuff like that to fund everything but uh, our own communities with his infrastructure deal. Um, do you think we're going to have, uh, are they going to struggle passing the $3.5 trillion deal? Or do you guys think about that? You think that's I think they've got enough people in their pocket that they'll push that damn thing through and it'll haunt us for the next three years or however long it's going to be. Three years. Well, I'm just saying until we get somebody in there that can do stuff to reverse some of the damage. But yeah, I know what you're saying for the next 300 years, maybe. Oh my God. I think, uh, our, our grandchildren would feel the effects of this three and a half trillion dollar bill. And uh, there's a lot of things that are not uh, good that are in it either. And Dark Bear is 100% right with hyperinflation. If you think you're paying a hell of a lot of money for your gallons of gas, 
your food and everything else in society, just wait, folks. You're just seeing the the starting the starting point to inflation in this country. It's going to get outrageous. And well, I can I, never remember a time when so many restaurants had notes on their doors and menus saying, due to the supply issue that everyone is currently going through, we have temporarily increased prices on our menus. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got an email from, um, God, I think the company is called Desicare. And they, uh, are you familiar with like the little oxygen packets? The oxygen packets, like the battery thing you wear on you or what? Uh, you know, like if you buy a bag of food and uh, it's, you know, to absorb oxygen oh, inside of I thought, food. Products. I thought those were silica packets. Um, they might be. They, they, they could use those as well. Silica packs, okay. desiccants, uh, desiccant yeah. packs. Yeah. But they were telling, they sent an email saying, because uh, they already increased rates for the first time in like 10 years because of what's going on uh, as far as supply chains and all that. Now they're increasing uh, their products by another 8% because the, the freight, overseas freight, is like an arm and a leg right now. I mean, I'll give you an example of how bad it's gone. So we used to, uh, a lot of the bottles that we utilize for e-liquids and stuff like that, right? And think of a 100 mil container, plastic, LDPE. And buying in bulk, you could get them for back in the day, like same time this, like last year, you could get them for like 50, I don't know, 52 cents a bottle. Mm-hmm. That include um, freight charge? Including freight, including yeah. uh, like DHL, which is like the most expensive to fly over because you get them within a week. Elgato could get you a deal. I am sure he could. But um, now, that, that same bottle, it's over 80 cents a bottle. Damn. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's really crazy. Anyways, we're going to take our first break for the night. I see that we're a little over on that. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Slightly Serious Show on a Monday. You've been listening to The Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, been offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. Actually, El Canto, I have a story for you because I was shipping with UPS prior to going back to DHL. DHL is more expensive, but they're faster and like I said, within a week, I get my shipment from China. With UPS, the last time I dealt with UPS, it took me a month and a half for them to deliver my shit. So this is how I kind of feel about UPS right now. <laughs> I mean, uh, an airplane is an airplane. Last I checked, they should all like arrive, uh, you know, give or take a, a day or two uh, apart from each other. So I don't know why it took like a month and a half as opposed to a week. Oh, it's COVID. That's what I always get when I have to call and check on packages. Like they lost a package the size of a Mini Cooper one time, and they said, oh, it's COVID. I said, COVID didn't lose a damn package. It might slow it down, but it didn't lose it. Where is it? Oh, we don't know. But all else fails, just blame COVID. That's all there is. Well, everybody does. They blame COVID. Well, you know, and another like COVID excuse, um, I'm, I think even the U.S. Postal Service would give. Um, I remember buying a package on eBay last year when the first round of stimulus checks came out, and a package I bought took a detour to Grand Rapids, Michigan, instead of coming straight to Atlanta wow, from California. It went on a sightseeing adventure, I guess. Huh? I know, right? That's pretty cool. Uh, the, the last I checked, I, I don't live in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I right. wouldn't want to live, li- live under an oppressive governor like Whitmer. Well, and it's weird because like, we'll ship things out from the store, right? And say they're going to 
I don't know, say they're going to go to Florida. Mm-hmm. For, some, for some reason, they'll ship like to Colorado. And then for some reason, it goes to Oregon and then gets shipped over to Florida. I'm like, what the hell? And they wonder, and the government wonders why anything they touch goes to hell and loses money. It's, it's no wonder. Mm-hmm. Just the, oh yeah, just the driver bear. Yeah. Anyways, um, a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, shenanigans heading uh, over at uh, the Twitter twatter. Uh, this is from the businessinsider.com again. A Twitter exec told an Asian American employee she could pass as white if she wore sunglasses after she spoke out about the company's lack of diversity, a report says. And yeah, I, I can't. I could have said that. I, it's kind of way out there, isn't it? I mean, yeah, you can pass as white if you wear sunglasses. Oh, gosh. Unbelievable. That, that, that would sound like somebody openly committed racial discrimination right there by. By, by openly saying that, yeah, the, no doubt about it. I mean that. I mean that's a fireable offense like that. Um, well, I mean, like I remember, you know, at a at a place where my mom used to work, um, like upper management had has this thing about like nepotism, where um, there was this one like secretary um, who got hi- hired for a dispatch position, um, and 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 the bo- boss man who hired her. Uh, openly said to her in front of people, "Don't don't expect to move up in this company." And um, but but the way I think this kind of nepotism works is is the is the upper management, you know, want wants to hire people preferably who are their friends. But then whenever they leave the company, they take their friends with them, and well, that I, right there could mm-hmm. get them could could result in this employee who does not work at this company anymore filing a complaint with the EEOC or the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, where they could do some sort of like audit to uncover whether there was discriminatory practices going on. And that would ultimately determine whether uh, a plaintiff would have grounds to file a discrimination suit against that company. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. And, and I mean, I, I am aware of another instance and I, I'll be very vague because I need to be uh, to where uh, I know someone in a mm-hmm. very, very high ranking position with a company. And the owners of this company are Jewish, which that's fine. It doesn't bother me whatsoever that they're Jewish. The problem that I have is the fact that this person that I know knows for a fact as much money as this person makes that company, he'll never be able to be a part of that company or do anything higher than that. And you want to know why, what the reason is that they've given that person? I'm listening. And I, swear, and I swear not, 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 no, it's not that you're white. Well, we're sorry. You're not Jewish. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Flat out. And, uh, you know, I, it's, uh, it's a horrible thing, but at the same time, you know, this person that I know, it's like, okay, well, what are you going to do? You're make, you're, you make a, a, a nice, nice living. Well, you know, there's nothing wrong with the amount of money that this person makes whatsoever by any means. Would you know a person like that's not going to go screaming foul because then why you you know he's going to be this person's going to be out of a job, yeah. So it's kind of uh, you're kind of in no man's land if you know what I mean. You're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Be happy with what you got. Exactly. So, anyways, uh, so on this uh, article from theinsider.com, Twitter's head of design came onto the team in 2019 to change the company's too nice culture and make it more diverse. The New York Times reports that the ex- executive 
Dantley Davis instead promoted a culture of fear, made employees cry, and caused some people to leave the company. The paper spoke about a dozen current and former Twitter employees about how the company was worried about its longtime collaborative and kind work environment, which it said was stifling innovation and construction, uh, constructive criticism. And so Davis, who reports directly to everyone's favorite friend, Jack Dorsey, aimed to toughen up the company with a blunt managerial style. But some employees say his treatment of them was too harsh and led to multiple HR investigations and complaints to Dorsey. One of the most recent investigations was launched earlier this year. Twitter's head of HR told the Times, quote, this is actually a Twitter culture change, and we've been trying to drive. Twitter did not immediately respond to insiders' requests for comment. At one, of the me- at one meeting, Davis encouraged employees to critique and compliment each other, which led to multiple people crying, sources told the Times. They also said that upon joining the company, Davis quickly resorted to criticizing, demoting, or cutting employees, and despite his openness to criticism, employees said he scolded those who criticized him. Easy and simple, folks. If you don't like the treatment that you're experiencing, get the hell out of where you work. Right. I mean, obviously, everyone needs to make a living. But don't, don't deal with the bullshit. I mean, yeah, it sucks that this is happening. It's uh, obviously, you know, uh, one of them saying, you know, if you put sunglasses on, you might uh, pass as white. Uh, that's inappropriate. And uh, I don't know. Uh, my, my, my old saying goes, if you're not happiness, if you're not happy, always seek your happiness elsewhere. And I think uh, instead of bitching and complaining and whining about it, just do what you got to do. But I don't know. I don't think I'm going to be getting rid of Twitter, though. (laughs) And what else we got going on? Oh, yeah. So there's a video for those of you on DLive I have for you. And uh, yay. Yeah, no, this is this is really this one is really I'm glad uh, this got brought to my attention because it really shows how, like I said, not every officer is a scumbag, but there are some officers out there. Whether it's they're racist, whether they're just total morons, I don't know what it is. I'm not going to guess. I don't know who, them personally or anything like that. But I want you to watch this video. And uh, for those of you on the DLive, you can always go to dlive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious. Make sure you join us over there. But you'll also hear the audio. And basically, uh, these two vehicles got into a fender bender per se. And to make a long story short, this police officer is trying to tell this black female how there's damage to the front bumper of her car. But wait till you see the damage and uh, you tell me what you think. No, ma'am, here. This is where my damage is. This is where my damage is. Did you see this? So she's pointing at the side of the passenger and door. And this is where his damage is. Yeah, I saw his damage. Okay, but you didn't see my damage. I this saw is that, where... but then how did you get that? How did I get what? This. So what she's pointing to the front there? bumper. What are you talking about? And there's like yeah, nothing there. Show me what you're talking about. Point to what you're talking about. Man, really? There? What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just asking if it's already there. Now, be honest. You know that's not. What do you see? It's a racist cop. The car is black. 
It could be. The, the cop is white. I'm she might be racist. This I don't damage is already there. I don't see anything there at all. I mean, There's nothing. There might be a speck of dust. And it's not fair. Okay. Now, there is absolutely no damage. She's now, got such a smug look on her face. Oh, she does. And, and this gal that's videotaping this and trying to ask the officer, hey, where's this damage that you see? And she's videotaping this, and she even looks at the front bumper. There's like, you might have a speck of dust or something. But as this video continues, keep in mind, this police officer came from the rear of the vehicle, and she's telling this female how she spotted the damage to her front end. Okay. Now you can clearly see there's no damage on this car, but you can see where he his damage I exactly. No, you didn't see that because you never walked over here. I did walk over here to, in order to talk to him. No, you, we were all standing back yes, there. Yes, ma'am. I can see that from back there. Yeah, see, she saw that from way back behind the vehicle. And the damage to the front end. That too? makes sense, right? Got X-ray eyes. But I appreciate the yeah, fact of how not, calm this this lady is. So from standing back there, you can see this damage all the way up here. No, I had to. <laughs> so what damage? I want to know what damage did you see all the way back there? I don't see no damage. Okay. Now so you again, you must be new. fair. Okay. There's no damage to be seen. You should be fair, regardless whether you all are police op both police officers. That is not fair to me for him to hit me and then you come inside with him. It's not about it's about the angles. What's the angle? Yeah, what's the angle? That's yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> that was We're catching on to this angle. What is the angle here, police officer? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. And I, I loved how she her her composure, the lady's composure, even though she was disagreeing with the officer, she maintained her composure oh, and yeah. she, it was great. And, uh, you know, um, you, you're right when you said that the cop had a little smirk on her face. Oh, yes. Like she knows she's lying through her teeth. But uh, that was interesting to, to watch. Anywho, gosh, we'll go from that to fabulous people in Paris, anti-vaxxers uh, going up against a cop. Paris? Uh, in Paris. Paris. Apparently, people in Paris don't like to be vaccinated either. Imagine that. But when you watch this video, what I want you to pay attention to is the fact of this one police officer. And, and let me say this. If I were there, I, I'm sorry. I would, I would have gone after the officer and kicked the shit out. <laughs> because this officer was cocky as a mofo. He really was. And... uh uh Let's see. I, I'm getting a, a message. Uh, if uh, if uh, Pert and Honeybee uh, received, oh, received uh, the the package. I don't I think so. They said yeah. it was delivered on the eighth, right? We received one package, and then I think uh, Big Sexy said another one was coming. But that one, we've got to be able to get someone to drop by where that one's being sent to. Oh, sense. okay. Yeah, yeah, I gotcha. So we're not sure yet. All right, let me uh, text that back over to him. They need... To... All right. Tell him, don't you know you got a show going on? <laughs> right? Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, Big Sexy always takes preference over anything else in life, so we have to make sure... Uh... Oh, we got to keep him happy. 
Yes, it's important to keep the other half happy. Mm-hmm. All right. And um, so keep an eye on this uh, police officer as uh, we watch this video and uh, enjoy. See right there. Bam. This guy right here. I He instigates it by pushing the guy back and then watch how he gets back and he's ready. Let's go. Yeah. He's so badass because he's got, you know, dozens of law enforcement right behind him. So he can do whatever the hell he wants. Right. <clears throat> but I mean, is that really very mature for a police officer to basically instigate something and then say, hey, come on, fucking bring it. I'd like seeing him being the one trying to write the lady a ticket. Oh my god! I have a <laughs> feeling it would go a lot, a lot worse than it did with oh, that. Gosh. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, no, that was that was him instigating right there. Yeah, and then and then I think someone forwarded. Uh, I think you forwarded this to me. How uh, this is something that uh, something that Doctor Fauci might uh, go for, and basically a, a woman. Uh, it, the caption is a woman doing what it takes to survive the global pandemic. Oh, yes. <laughs> so for those of you that haven't uh, gone over to dlive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious. This is worth it. You have to at least go and watch this on a replay if you have to. But anyways, let me set this up. It's basically this we this female with her shopping cart. And she's got, think of like a little shower, like a four by four foot yep. enclosed cap captured like shower with shower curtains from head to toe and it's following her it's like on wheels as she goes shopping so take a look at that and i bet she's in a walmart she probably is in a walmart it, it would make sense because they have white idols she's going to the organic section but yeah look it, you see it's even on wheels look at that i mean come on because you know COVID 19 doesn't go underneath shit to get to you yeah. <laughs> um, I wonder what I can only imagine what her car looks like. You think she has like plastic all around her car too? Like like uh my grandmother's sofa used to have? Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I still know people that put plastic over their couches. I don't I know. Is anybody else? A dead fad. No, I think uh the Filipino culture likes to do that, I think. They like to stick to it when they're getting up. I guess. I don't know. I never understood that. Why would you put plastic unless you don't want someone to like stain it or something? Well, it, it's supposed to prolong the the life of the material and yada, yada, yada. But, you know, in my opinion, how are you supposed to enjoy it? I don't know. Maybe you guys are silly. <laughs> hey, too much plus. Do you put plastic hey, so. on, your, on your damn couch? Yes. My grandma and my mom never let us sit on their furniture because they kept plastic on it. It's antique shit already. Why do you still got the plastic oh, shit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And we snuck oh, instead of sat on that shit with the booty sweating all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what is what, what is worse, uh, too much, is booty sweat on a couch worse than uh, boob money? Sweaty boob money? No, um, I'm going to say boob money is fine because I saw still does that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my hell. boobs are hilariously big. So, oh, yeah. hilariously big. What? What? Uh, okay. Because Why are they hilarious? Let me say that I have gotten better though. I do keep them in a wallet. At first, I used to just keep the little swelling money. Boobs are the money. 
the money. <laughs> I, I put them in a wallet, you know, and then I still stick them in my boobs. And sometimes, don't laugh, Eric, either, but I forget it's there. <laughs> okay, um, so I was going to say this about putting plastic on furniture. I hear the saying, the, the, the reason why some people do that is they're trying to preserve it for the afterlife. What afterlife? The shit is already 1840 furniture and shit. I know, right? I'm telling you, my mom's furniture, she had, it was, it was so beautiful. It was passed down from her grandmother to her grandmother and her, man. How many They, they, they don't how want their couch having to play with the ottoman or something, you know? Well, Dos, Dos says that uh, he puts plastic on his furniture when he has an orgy. So that makes now, sense. That, that makes sense now. You know what I'm saying? That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? But why the hell was they doing that? I don't know. You know, even yeah. her fucking, um, what do you call the thing? Everybody had a different name for it. It, it was all the, with all the knickknack knick in it. It like knick-knack. had all the plates. What'd you call it? Curio cabinet. No, well, she called it, damn, I forget what she called it, but I kid you guys not, it had like a top on it and you couldn't touch the actual glass. You was at, if you touched it, yeah, Hutch, yes, yes, yeah, that, that too was a name, but it was more like a, a China cabinet, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't made in China. <laughs> a China cabinet. I don't yeah, think that's that why they call it China cabinet sauce. <laughs> Man, and, and nothing in there was from was China. She had all these different plates that was from different states. I do remember that. Then she kept our birth certificates and stuff in there and shit like that. But Did she have any bobbleheads in there? No bobbleheads. <laughs> It'd be a good place to keep them. Yeah, yeah that would no, be no bobbleheads. Remember, my family's old shit. They had probably had cabbage batch dolls and shit. Oh, Those cabbage were scary. Those the cabbage are, batch with the yarn. The those yarn are here. a lot of money. With them, now they are really because I oh still have God. one. Don't oh be telling God. me that I'll auction that shit real fast. Oh yeah, send it <laughs> over. We'll 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 uh, give you an appraisal. I don't know if we'll give it back, but we'll appraise it for you. <laughs> we'll see my but but look, let me just be honest. One of my cabbage batch arms is falling off. I had to sew it up with some needle and thread. And one time I didn't use thread. I used dental floss. So I don't know if they'll take it. <laughs> Oh, that's creative. <laughs> yeah, that is creative. Yeah. Well, at least we've learned one thing, and and I think that's very advisable for females all across the country. Sauce uh, that if you're going to use utilize boob money, put it in a wallet. In a wallet. Because money's dirty. Money's dirty. Money is very dirty. Agree. See what happens. You learn new things on the show every, every day. day. Okay. Like, I ha- did you put that video on YouTube? Because I have to go see your YouTube with the lady oh. with the shower. Uh, you're going to have to go to DLive. DLive.tv. Oh my God, you got another platform? Well, yeah, I have to. And I put it in chat. And the reason why is because we uh, keep getting banned on uh, YouTube. Okay. And you're, are you still on Twitch? Uh, yeah, we're on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I, I follow you on Twitch too, but I didn't know this new platform... Man, I'm so proud of you guys. Hi, Pert. Miss yep. you guys. He's Hi, awesome. Eric. Yeah, on the D Live, you can catch uh, you can catch up to, to up the up to the last two episodes. They keep it. Fresh. Are you serious? Look at uh, you. So if you go back further, you're gonna miss out. You have to download the podcast. Oh God, no. I don't want to do that. But I just wanted to call in because you guys said that damn shit about that plastic furniture. I'm taking a shot tonight, guys, for one of my friends. She got the vaccination, and 
unsuccessfully, she still passed away. Oh, my oh God. no. Uh, I'm just taking a shot of for her tonight if you guys can say a prayer for her family i love you guys and My man, we just we have to do what's best for us you know whatever your decision is about the back or whatever do whatever you think is best my whole thing is it is a real disease so wear a mask yep. there you go well said, uh, well said there sauce good to hear from you sauce Prayers go out to uh, you and uh, her family and all that. And uh, thank very you, sad. my love. Thank I appreciate you, you calling family. in. It's always good to hear from you. Thank you, guys. You guys got to call in when I do a show, whenever the hell that is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, whatever the hell that is, we'll, we'll be sure to call in. Oh, and uh, there she goes. Uh, that was uh, Sauce. We're going to uh, take our last time out for the night. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Monday. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. So, many Taco Bell fans here? I hadn't eaten at Taco Bell in probably a few months, but I saw that s- story and I thought you might be interested in reading that because of the favorite food item that got discontinued. Oh, yeah. Yo quiero Taco Bell. I'm sure you've heard this saying that many times. Yo quiero many Taco Bell. Did they take Ovaltine off the menu? Unbelievable, Pert. He, he told me to ask. He texted they me never to ask. had that crap. Oh. They don't know what they're missing. Oh, my God. You know what? Just for that next next package I send you, I'm going to send you some <laughs> some Mexican Mexican hot chocolate. Talk about nasty shit. It's disgusting. It's, it might be worse than Ovaltine, but basically it's it comes in like a a, a round little puck shaped thing, and you kind of just throw it in there with milk. I've seen that. I've never tried it. It's very. It's got this very distinct cinnamon taste to it. So if you hate, but is it pure chocolate though? I mean, it's not. We have some. Have we had it, Honeybee? Or we just haven't used it yet? I don't know. It comes like in the the one that I remember as a kid, because my mother, you know, she like she always likes uh dating the the Hispanic type, which is fine. But they always buy this uh it comes in like a yellow container. And there's yeah. like five of them in a the container. And she, she would think it was the best thing. I'm like, where the hell's the Swiss miss or something? I got a quick sidebar for you. When I was nine, I had a paper route. It was during Christmas time, snow on the ground. This nice old couple said, would you like to come in and have some hot cocoa? I said, sure. I said, I heard hot. And I said, okay. I said, can I use your phone first, though, to call my mom? Called my mom. I said, mom, what's hot cocoa? <laughs> she said, it's hot chocolate. You'll like it. <laughs> so, <laughs> I never heard it called hot cocoa, though. Yeah, because it was always hot chocolate. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer hot chocolate over hot. Ah, yeah. So I'll, I'll have to send if it, let me know if you guys really have uh, the Mexican hot chocolate or hot cocoa, as they say. And uh, I'll let you know. Choc- oh, yeah. Honeybee wants to talk about balls. Chocolate balls. That is. I like chocolate. I like chocolate covered peanuts and raisins. Mm, those are my favorite. Anyways, uh, speaking of Taco Bell, getting back to uh, Yo Quiero Taco Bell. Uh, is, is Taco Bell's most popular discontinued item coming back? As you know, the Mexican pizza went away, right? And uh, a lot of people were upset, especially Big Sexy, because Big Sexy loves the Mexican pizza from Taco Bell. 
Anyways, they're well known for its strategy of abruptly discontinuing and bringing back popular menu items. The chain took fans on a roller coaster ride of emotions in the past year, cutting the hugely popular cheesy Fiesta Potato in July 2020, only to bring back six months later. Another heartbreaking discontinuation that is yet to be reversed. The Mexican Pizza, which was taken off the menus in 2020, much to the chagrin of fans. I don't know what the hell chagrin means, but chagrin. Oh, chagrin. Pissed off people <laughs> of whom even they signed 166,000 of them signed a petition to, for them to return it. Originally launched in 1984 under the name Pizzazz Pizza, the Mexican pizza was a staple of Taco Bell menu for decades. It combined two tortillas, seasoned beef, cheese, and beans in a clever reimagining of a traditional quesadilla, but it was also made vegetarian. Since its removal, it has been an evergreen topic of online speculation among fans and employees and has inspired a number of popular copycat recipes. In fact, the item is so popular that Taco Bell's main competitor, Del Taco, which is, ugh, don't go to Del Taco, go to Taco Bell, didn't even try to hide the fact that their crunch chata was a close copy of it. Unsurprisingly, the return of the Mexican pizza crops up as a sporadic rumor among 92,000 member Taco Bell Reddit community. And recently, the fires were stoked with what looked to be a Halloween-inspired Taco Bell ad promoting the item's return in October. According to the poster, the pizza is to return as a limited-time offer on October 5th in two different versions, Original and Bacon Ranch. Mmm, bacon. But if that sounded too good to be true, it's because it was. And the ad was soon debunked by f- as fake by the shrewd fast food community. Sorry. So they're me. not bringing it back. They're not. Fake, fake news. Fake news. Well, that's just ridiculous. That's, that's just wrong, isn't it? Eric, how can you bring me such joy and at the same time such disappointment? <laughs> um, I didn't think it was a disappointing story at all. Like, um, I, th- I thought it was a story of interest, though. It Had was. Yeah, it got me all worked up, excited. Uh, Big Sexy was over here jumping up in joy because he thought the Mexican pizza was coming back. And now he's depressed. He's sad. I mean, are they even listening to the petition for people, you know, demanding they bring it back? Apparently not, because I would have thought that it would have been back already, to be honest with you. I mean, how do you deprive so many Americans of, of food that they just so love? And I mean, imagine all the money that they're losing out on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, it can't be that much to make that. I mean, like Honeybee was talking about the chicken Caesar burrito being too expensive to make. But I mean, my gosh, that Mexican pizza probably cost them 30 cents to make that. Thing. There wasn't much on it, you know? Yeah, I, I don't know. Probably, yeah, I would say at most 50 cents. I liked it. It just, it, it was not good. like it was a profit losing menu item. Right. So why would you, from a, even from a business standpoint, makes no financial sense to me at all i mean what people what are people buying instead of the mexican pizza uh they're going to del taco apparently (laughs) uh cummings is culture uh he says hey guys i just got information that uh, president trump's proposal with the taliban had an agreement in the deal that all u.s interest and military equipment would be seized by u.s military within 30 days of complete withdrawal for but biden's administration didn't understand the logistics of the deal and pulled out in a frenzy to score political points, but it backfired. Yeah, too bad Biden's dad didn't pull out in a frenzy, huh? <laughs> 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 I 
I thought I was muted. Oops. Oh, that was an expensive box. Yeah. <laughs> what does the box have to do? Did I miss something? I don't know. Well, what's in the box? Um, I remember other like discontinued like fast food items. Like I remember like the early 1990s, like the Burger King breakfast item called the Breakfast Buddies. I don't know if you remember that or not, but the Breakfast I mean, Buddies. What was in the? They, they were like they're like many many like like breakfast sandwiches, like like the size of like the White Castle and Crystal sandwiches, but oh, but it yeah. was like a breakfast item. But I think it was discontinued about 1992, 1993-ish. Honeybee was saying the box for the Mexican pizza was too expensive. Oh, the box uh, for the pizza. But they still use the boxes for their tacos. So I Do know. they? I, I always know. get them. They're just in a, a bag? wax paper wrap. Yeah, wax paper wrap and thrown in a bag. Oh, you got some cheap-ass Taco Bells then, I guess. I don't know. Maybe well, they only do it because we're in the uppity-uppity place. Well, slightly, but cheap-ass and Taco Bell in the same sentence is a little redundant, isn't it? Yeah, that is true. Well, right? wait, wait till you go to Del Taco. Oh, my God. Del Taco's a lot worse. Damn, Cummings, I should have went to Alabama next week. Alabama. Trump is or going to speak about the logistics of his deal Saturday in Coleman, Alabama during his MAGA rally. That's just north of Birmingham. Ah. Is, do you know if Mike Lindell's going to be with him? I'm curious. I mean, Mike Lindell's just falling to pieces, in my opinion. Do you, I, I don't even think Trump would allow him with him at this point. Yeah, I, I think I think, I think I think Donald Trump needs to separate himself from anybody and everybody at this. Yeah, point. I think the Lindell thing mm-hmm. started out with good intention, and then it was just found out how loony he was. Yeah, I I I uh, I, I really uh, speak from the heart to where I think uh, he need, he needs to be evaluated as as much as much good from the heart as he feels that he's coming from. I I just uh, it kind of reminds me of everything else that we've been told. In the past year, I guess, of things just not coming to fruition. So, but then again, I think we all knew that going into his cyber symposium, right? I mean, did anybody, was anybody banking on really getting anything out of that? (laughs) Mike Lindell. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Anyways, I don't know. Going back to uh, Taco Bell, I did like I, I think I previously asked. Does he, has anybody gone to Del Taco at all? Never been to one. Yeah. Last uh, time I've been to a Del Taco was probably like three or four months ago, and that was it. Yeah, it's it's nothing. To, not, there's nothing there to you know. I, I don't know. I don't see. I don't see the attraction of Del Taco. My favorite for tacos is Tijuana Flats. Tijuana Flats. Never heard of that place. Is they, that I think they're just in, yeah, I think they're just in Florida, but their their tacos are like I don't know, ten inches long. Holy crap! They're a big size taco. Yeah. Wow, how much is that? Um, like Ninety nine? No, they're not too bad. Honeybee and I usually get a dose taco, and I think both of us can eat there for probably twenty twenty five bucks. Easy. Wow. Honeybee says well, that. By the way, Taco Bell packaging for the item amounts to more than seven million pounds of paperboard per year. But they can, def- they can defend that though by saying it's recyclable. Right, it's eco-friendly, I guess. Yeah. What were we going to say, about producer Eric? Well, if, if I guess if we lived in Colorado or Wyoming, um, there would be a um, a fast food chain called Taco John's. I know Jet Desk Duck has seen that out in Colorado. 
Oh, but they see, they should have changed it from Taco John's to Taco Juan's. I think that would have been more appropriate. Taco Juan's. Is there any correlation with uh, what's the pizza place? Papa, uh, Papa John's? No, 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 no relationship to Papa John's. And, or none that we know of, unless uh, Taco John's and Papa John's are separated at birth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Papa John's never did it for me, or unless uh, they were distant cousins. I would say I would have to say, as far as pizza joints go, uh, chain pizza joints, uh, Pizza Hut. That's. I mean, that's they're really good. That's where I'm at. Pizza where, Hut, where are you at? Pizza Hut deep dish, cold yeah. the next morning with Diet Coke, the best thing. Diet Coke. You're yeah. eating pizza with Diet Coke, Pert. What are you supposed to eat it with? Like regular Coke? <laughs> I thought you were going to say pizza and Ovaltine. They, they, they got good stuff crust pizzas there. Yeah, the stuff, the cheese, uh, the uh, cheesy stuff crust. Mm, that's where mm-hmm. it's at. Mm. That was some marinara. But um, Little Caesars um, is probably the discount pizza chain now. Um, Domino's you, probably once in a blue moon. Same with Papa John's. Can you still get five dollar pizzas at uh, Little Caesars Pizza Pizza? <laughs> I think it's now five dollars fifty five cents. So huh. it, it used to be it used to be billed as like five dollars even plus tax. Unbelievable! But, but for them to charge to charge five fifty five, I think that is a rip off. Well, yeah, that's increasing your product by 10%. Oh, wait, that's exactly. right. You can all thank Joe Biden for that inflation. Um, what, what does Joe Biden say about that? Uh, you know how Joe goes. He always, Come on, man. Yeah, he always has that to say. I'm, I'm still working on a deal, uh, by the way. Uh, I'm working on a deal to, I have some items that I'm working on uh, featuring. I might give a couple out, but I, I do want to sell a few of them. But uh, coming soon is going to be, you know, have you, have you guys ever utilized like the Office Depot button? Uh, I think it was the Office Depot button. The easy button. Yeah, yeah. That, that was easy. We're going to get a Joe Biden button uh, for sale. Uh, yeah. I have it made. And every time you p- push it, he's going to say that. Come on. Come on, or, man. Or, or maybe he'll, he'll say one of his other. Other famous ones, the the one where he called that lady the lying dog face pony soldier. Remember that? Oh yeah, I'd have to get a recording of that. But yeah, that was funny too. What about get a Joe Biden sniff button? <laughs> you push it and you just hear. <laughs> that would be a Hunter Biden button, not a Joe Biden button. Um, <laughs> hey, hey, hey! Joe Biden is doing the sniffing. As long as I get some of those like stick ups air fresheners, I did. Oh, there you go. I did say sniff, not snort. Oh, that's right. I was going <laughs> to say like father, like son. Or, or <laughs> but, but like for Hunter Biden, for Hunter Biden, we probably got to get the Whitney Houston soundbite where she's like, "Crack is whack." Uh, that's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I almost choked on my vape. Uh, Cummings says they charge you six dollars for the extra most best. Bestest because that's all they have hot and ready now. I think he's referring to. That's a little Caesars. Caesars, Caesars. The best restaurant they have uh, is shut down due to COVID. Our Hispanic restaurants aren't the cleanest places to eat at. Yeah, I, I, I've never looked into the uh, backs of a uh, restaurants in general. So I, I, I would imagine if I looked inside you know, the backs of most restaurants, I probably wouldn't want to eat there and at most at most restaurants. Well, 
without saying too much, Honeybee knows, and she always says, you don't want to see the kitchen. Right, because that would be an absolute turnoff, right? You wouldn't want to go there and dine after you see what's going on back there, probably. Although I will say, and, and I, they've closed down many locations, but there was a place in Florida, a uh, chain, called Buca de Peppa. And I don't know if they've got them out there or had them, but you yep. could eat in the kitchen. And we did that one time, and it was the funnest thing. The kitchen was real clean, but I've got pictures of her back behind the wall, actually on the line. They were letting her have some fun back there. and It was, it was a good time. Well, uh, we do have those here in San Diego. Uh, I've been there once. I, I've never been into the kitchen to eat. I, yeah. I've never been invited to do that. Well, but, I mean, it's, you got to reserve it, but it's a table back there. and I mean, you could probably sit 10 at the table, at least the ones that we've seen. Oh, that's cool. I'll have to uh, take, a, take a look at that. That'd be, it's that a would blast. Be yeah, it'd be different. I mean, how many, play, how many restaurants allow you to eat in the kitchen? Not too many. Yeah, probably for obvious reasons, too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, I, I, so uh, you're on board with Pizza Hut, too, as far as pizza joints are concerned? I like Pizza Hut. Yeah. What about you, Eric? Were you a Pizza Hut fan? Um, I'm Pizza Hut is probably, I would say, number one. Um, but, but I think Papa John's and Domino's, they're not too bad. I mean, I like Marco's Pizza. Um, I've and then I, I used to dine in at like like um like pizza buffet restaurants like CC's and Stevie B's. I don't know whether y'all have those out in California, but we have them here in Georgia. I haven't I, been to those in a few years. I think we have a CC's pizza here. Uh, the one pizza joint uh, that we had we actually had last night. Uh, it actually comes from a, a neighborhood, uh, a community called Lucadia, Lucadia Pizza, and that that was very excellent pizza. You know what else we have here? What do you have there? Big Sexy. All right. Big Sexy. Welcome to the show. (laughs) Yep. You're nice. Uh, Well, Big Sexy crashed the party, right? Yeah. Big Sexy always likes to crash the big parties and uh, he's uh, recovering. He he was a busy guy today. He uh, went out, had a spectacular lunch at one of his favorite restaurants. And uh, I was kind of jealous because I was hard at work, but. Anyways, as long as he's happy, that's what matters in life. Uh, BP says, I had ServeSafe certification for years. Every time I go into a new restaurant, I look around if I can see the kitchen and what is going on. Yeah, the I, I, I've done this. I, I actually recently did the ServeSafe certification, the manager uh, portion of it, actually. And uh, it was like an all day, an all day thing. And I actually passed the test. I was quite surprised. But mm-hmm. well, you know where I eat at? I don't want to say often, but yeah, maybe often on the road is Waffle House because you can see everything they do to your food. Oh, yes. I don't think I've ever been to Waffle House. Big Sexy, have we been to Waffle House before? I love waffles. And, and I think Big Sexy um, is big. Um, he says no. I, no. The closest Waffle House to you slightly and Big Sexy would be over in neighboring Arizona. What about a Huddle House? It's based on Waffle House, same concept. No, I haven't heard of that. But you, oh yeah, God. you go in, it's like an old time diner or like a Walgreens counter and the kitchen's right there in front of you and they uh, throw everything on. The waitress yells the order to the cook. The cook throws it on and they bring oh. it right over to you. Yeah, we, ha- we have IHOPs. Uh, IHOPs are overpriced Denny's, in my opinion. <laughs> cleaner Denny's too. Don't forget to add that. They are cleaner, but they are more expensive though. Uh, we have a place called the Pancake House, uh, not Waffle House. 
We, we've been meaning to try to get over there to try that out. They've got a lot of those in Pigeon Forge, but I don't know if it's the same pancake house. I'm not sure. Um, I think we have like a, a pan, one pancake house in Atlanta that I know of. I think it's over near like the Morningside area around like the vicinity of Cheshire Bridge Road and La Vista Road um, are, are probably not far from the La Vista Park area and Tucko Hills. But I think th- those are like hard to come by. I do know one thing. We might not be going to the Waffle House, but I know uh, here in the near future, we're going to be having our favorite, favorite breakfast up in Big Bear. We're going to drive. We'll probably start Mm -hmm. our venture at four o'clock in the morning, drive up to Big Bear, California, and have our wonderful breakfast that we have uh, at our favorite breakfast restaurant up there, which is like a Mm -hmm. mom and pop type place. Those are the best. But oh my God, the, the country of fried steak and eggs. Uh, they have humongous pancakes. The waffles are ginormous and so delicious. Oh, I think we could just eat there for breakfast and lunch. There's a, if they were open for dinner, we'd stay there for that too. There's a place outside. It's like northeast of Orlando. And it's a pancake type place, but they have the griddles are at your table, kind of like a, a um, Japanese restaurant where they cook at the table in front of you, only it's your own. So they bring you your batter and everything and you make your own pancakes right at your own table wow that's pretty I haven't cool. been there yet i want to take her but it looks pretty fun that would be fun i, I would probably burn the hell out of my pancakes but it, the experience would be fun although i would although i'd have the assistance of chef big sexy to assist me yeah we know who'd be doing the cooking oh i mean wouldn't i mean who else would i there's nobody else that i would prefer cook me a meal i'll say that I don't care who you are, what chef you are, what restaurant uh, you're a chef from. Uh, Big Sexy is where it's at. And, I think uh, it'd still be fun to get together. You and I can sit there and have a beer and watch Big Sexy and Honeybee cook. Yeah, that would be that would be fun. I can't wait to do that. And uh, that, uh, that, that would be amazing. And I think we can set that up. And uh, I don't know, maybe, who knows? We'll have to get together on a, on a call and see uh, what we can arrange. There you go. That would be absolutely fun, though. Uh, where else? I was going to say one other thing before we left. Where was I going? Hmm. We're talking about pizza, Taco Bell. My God, yeah, I'm getting chocolate. Hungry. I'm getting uh, hungry now. Uh, chocolate. Mm. Driving to Big Bear. Thanks. Oh yeah, driving to Big Bear. I uh, I can't wait to do that. It's been a while since we've been there, and uh, unfortunately, we won't. It uh, doesn't sound like we'll get to visit our friend that works that owns the candle shop. He, he hasn't been doing very well, so that's kind of a downer. But maybe we can give him a phone call and have coffee, or maybe he'll have, maybe he could join us for breakfast or something. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, that would be cool. I would enjoy that. Uh, last I heard, he's uh, he's not doing very well. So he, no COVID, but uh, just other other issues. Uh, Cummings says uh, he took his second COVID shot, and I don't. And says he doesn't even need my phone anymore to listen to the show. I can just. Twist my ears and I can hear you guys. <laughs> um, all right. I also wonder if he could twitch his nose like Samantha from Bewitched. Yeah, that could be. Well, maybe, you know what, Eric? Maybe that's why we were getting all that static. Maybe it was from, uh, you know, Jeremy this uh, earlier this evening. Or, or like Jeannie from I Dream of Jeannie, like cross her arms and then bow her head. Yeah, that could be too. And, uh, oh, I know where I was going. There was one last thing I wanted to share with you. Uh, you know, uh, 
I'm starting to have doubts that our friend, Mr. Riots, uh, is Jeremy Cummings, even though I thought it was him at first. Why is that? Well, I got another phone call, another message from Mr. Riots this afternoon, and I'll, I'll play it for your enjoyment, and uh, we'll, we'll talk about it a few minutes after. Riots, Pat here. Interesting things have been going on over the past week. I've had people reach out to me from the Mike Lindell group. I don't want to talk to that nut job. <laughs> I'm telling what kind of stuff he's going to say. Somehow I've managed to be placed on the no-fly list. That's okay. There's other forms of transportation. But the whole pod bean thing... We're getting some interesting information there. There's some code words that we're finding out by running some algorithms. And uh, this person I have helping me is a real computer genius. We're going to figure this thing out. I'm going to be able to speak with you and expose these things that are occurring on the beam, as they call it. So, you just keep an eye and an ear out for me, and we'll get through this, and we'll get this thing rectified. And and that was it. And, and like, like I said, yeah, I did hear a train in the background, and you know, initially over the the first couple of weeks, I was kind of I was kind of thinking that it might have been Jeremy, but when I got this message, right, I'm like, there's no way this is Jeremy Cummings. Because anything I've heard out of Jeremy's mouth about Mike Lindell has always been positive. <laughs> so I think we can eliminate Jeremy from this. But I have no idea who the hell this is. And uh, we're still trying to still there's the, the Facebook page that they used to have is still down. Um, every time I've tried calling that number, it doesn't it doesn't really uh, nobody picks up. It just rings and rings and rings and rings. There's not even a voicemail. So, uh, Jeremy says, I like Mike. I wanted him to be right. Yeah. See, so I, you know, that's what I'm saying. That At first I thought this was just you messing with us, but I know for a fact now that that's probably not the case, but, uh, you know, apparently, uh, you know, he's, this person seems to think that they know something or this and that and the other, uh, this the first time Cummings has heard it. There's been a couple of them, right? Slightly. Yeah, there, there's been a couple of them. Let me see if I can bring up the other voice messages uh, and see if I can share with you. Uh, those. Look at Dose. What, is, what does Dose say? Uh, it's not me. I can tell you that. Well, here's, here's another one right here. Riot, bad here. I know you were unable to reply to my last message. I had to take down my Facebook account right after sending it. Apparently, some Biden operatives had hacked into my account. I have a friend who does computer forensics. They were able to find a keystroke malware that had been planted on my computer. I had to take care of that. 
Obviously, they want to silence me so that the truth doesn't get out about that horrible nightmare that happened in November. We don't know who this is, but we're trying to figure it out. have a inside Podbean that's working with me to help find out who these people are, these Biden operatives that are suppressing Trump supporters. Trying to keep the truth coming out. Hopefully have more details to follow on that later on. Be looking for any communication from me. Maybe spam. Who knows where. I don't know where I'm going to have to send you stuff from next. As things seem to be getting a little crazy. And hold on. Hey, I get, I gotta go. Yeah. So, uh, on they're, they're, they are calling me on the, uh, the studio line and, uh, they're able to leave a message. And so, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to, uh, reach the person. Uh, I've done a, uh, you know, a reverse callback and nothing comes up and, uh, I don't know. Coming says that that's Sarmenti. It has to be. I don't know. Um, why, why would it be Sarmenti? I don't know. But we'll get to well, the um, I mean, I, I don't I, think it's the guy behind Captain Dildo and Trump train, if you remember him from last year. Yeah. Staunch Trump supporter. Yeah, I did spy, spy dial the number, and uh, it doesn't come up. The last, two, the last two times they've called, though, it's coming from a uh, blocked number. The first time uh, I had a number, but I don't, you know, it, nothing came up. It said unidentifiable. Mm. So, I don't know. Weird shit. We live in a weird world. So who knows? It's probably a burner phone. Yeah, you're probably right. Honeybee, I think Honeybee said something about a train. Yeah, she says, I hear a train. Yeah, there was a train in the background. So I don't know. I mean, there's trains all across America. Well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> This call Someone is within our own borders. The call, the call is coming from within your country. Get out. <laughs> no, he says it's calling coming within my house. Calling uh yeah, no. I I I better not be coming calling uh from in my house. It's and I don't sexy. have to. Yeah, big I don't sexy. think it's him. Big sexy doesn't have a helicopter though. Not that you know <laughs> of. <laughs> he yeah, might have yeah. sold a couple of Lake Crusades and bought one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! Email. Um, yeah, right. I don't, I, yet. I don't know if I've had any emails from them. I don't think so. But anyways, we'll keep we'll keep you updated on any, any anything new and. and uh, well, he any, mentioned a Facebook I, one time. Yeah, he did have he or she because I can't tell because it's obviously manipulated. Um, he had a Facebook page, but that would be wild if it was a female. It's been it's since been taken down, so. I don't know. Maybe they got banned like we get banned from uh, YouTube. That, that doesn't happen. That's fake. That's fake news. Yeah, That's it, fake. It is. We'll be, in, re, we'll be reinstated once our lawsuit with YouTube uh, finishes up, right? Because <laughs> <laughs> the pres- President Trump's got my back. There you go. Yeah. Anyways, uh, I hope, uh, hope you guys enjoyed tonight's show. I appreciate you joining us. We'll be back tomorrow at 930 Eastern Time. And uh, if you have any comments, 
any hatred mail or anything else like that, you can always send it over to the slightly serious show at gmail.com. Also, uh, follow us over on the Twitter, Twitter. And if you haven't yet, go over to slightlyshow.com forward slash contest and list the three celebrities you think are going to die between now and the end of the year for your chance to win $100 cash. Your first entry's fee. After that, I do charge, but you know, it's a free, uh, you know, free grab at some free cash. And uh, that's about it. Final thoughts tonight, uh, producer Eric. Well, great show, of course. Um, but of course, tomorrow we'll be back doing our usual trivia game. And, um, you know, and Big Sexy's Delicious Dishes are on Instagram, dumpling underscore 619. There you go. Make sure you check out the Big Sexy and all the fantastic dishes that he cooks and eats and dreams about and salivates over. <laughs> and, and some of his, like, day trip adventures. Yes, the day trip. Some of your day trip adventures. Apparently, you're going on day trips without me knowing. Oh, I just stepped in piss. Oh, my God. He just <laughs> stepped in a little piss. That's good luck, yeah. Oops. <laughs> oh, that's oh, dog crap. Yeah, if you step in dog crap, it's good luck, apparently. I don't know if that's a Chinese thing, but. No, it's a Hawaii. Oh, a Hawaii thing. So if you're. I wonder if that only. Is it if you're in Hawaii and you step in dog crap, it's good luck? Is it only in that state? Nope, so long you know about it. Oh, okay. As long as you know about it, if you step in a pile of dog poo, that's good luck. So go step in some dog poo and have and a good... Uh... <laughs> I think that's just what all the people who don't do- bag their own dog's poop say, though, slightly. Oh, that could be. That's what Perwee says. That's what people who don't bag their dog poo up on the sidewalks across America say. No, I'm very... <laughs> <laughs> he, no, he's good about that. He's actually really good. Uh, he always picks up I after you. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you he, where's the mute button when you need one? Oh gosh! Any, any last thoughts? Final thoughts tonight? I was doing some deep thinking slightly, and you know how women call you know their sweater knots the girls, and guys call their cojones the boys. Yeah. Well, with, with these twelve hundred genders we've got now, and all these neutral gender pronouns, what the hell are we supposed to call them? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's food for thought. If you have any ideas, uh, email them over to slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com if you can identify what we're supposed to call that. That's hilarious. Well, it's, uh, I don't know, to wrap up the show tonight, um, I don't know. We had, a, we had a crazy start of the show, that's for sure. But uh, I don't know. We'll just leave it at that. Hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a great evening, and I'll see you back here tomorrow night. God bless, and God bless America. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you and I love your show. 